Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to One for the Road, a podcast about running and the rest of your life. On this episode, there is not much structure there's quite a lot of rambling. I'm <laughs> going to go for that right from the beginning and warn people. Yeah, we should, we should warn you we ramble. It might, you might like it. We talk about the usual things, recent times, runners highs, runners lows. There's some period chat, obviously. We tell the story about how we met and also what we've been doing that's not running, but still exercise. Enjoy. Oh, it's been a while. It has. It's been ages. Um, I'm glad that I've got someone to talk to you this time. Oh, you're lonely. <laughs> yeah, like I said before, it was interesting because I was recording it in the Barbican on my own, and there was a guy sat about as close as you are now, <laughs> I'm sure and he I'm was sure just looking at me like, "Why are you talking to yourself?" Uh, well, I thought it was a very good show. I really enjoyed that. I heard it first, and everyone else heard it first as well. <laughs> In full. I'll have to go on holiday and then you can do a do the solo one as well. I'm daunting already. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. Oh, so what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I say this every time. I'm like, not a lot, just work and stuff. I've been, what's the word, basking in the glory of not having to do marathon training. Oh, yeah. Yes, not having to go for a long run every weekend and just doing whatever the hell I want. So I've been doing lots of other classes and not running that much. But when I am running, really enjoying it, which is good. <laughs> oh, recovering. <laughs> I described the time post honeymoon, wedding and birthday as, as pain. I pain in my heart. <laughs> I don't so much do. excitement. Yeah, I'm on this really bad adrenaline crash. <laughs> Things like, oh, I have to do normal life stuff now. I don't really have an excuse to, you know, not do all the jobs. Like, just life. Life, things life admin. Yeah, life admin's building up a bit. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take hold of that at the weekend. Yeah, I had a really good life admin weekend this weekend. So good. I haven't enjoyed spending two whole days pretty much just in my house for so long. You really shouldn't enjoy that too much, though proper recluse it sometimes you need it i think mm. it's a check-in time like the feeling of like i feel like it's like reorganizing your brain as much as it is reorganizing like stuff in, in, mm. life in your house yeah it was really good and i've got a super tidy bedroom now 
which always makes me happy. Tidy, tidy house, tidy mind. Yeah, too right. I'm on it this weekend. <laughs> Had a bit of like a, a good month's break. <laughs> well, should we do a little bit of a high and a low? Yeah. What's your What's your brother's high? Should have thought about this beforehand, really. <laughs> I've written notes. Have you? Oh, you're prepared. Oh, okay. Um, runners high. I've only really done. I don't think. Can't remember the last time I ran outside. Oh, yesterday. <laughs> I'll use that one. <laughs> Went for a run yesterday, which was Sunday, at 8 o'clock in the evening. Bit of a left field time for me to go for a run. still light though. Yeah, it was still light. It was really good. Ran to Canary Wharf and back. Ran really fast. Ran with a certain someone for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't horrendous. <laughs> Didn't embarrass myself too much. Uh... <laughs> Key points to running. Yeah. Not being embarrassment at all. But no, it's good because now I've got a new new running buddy and he's a lot faster than I am so that's useful um and I ran not as fast as I want to do but still pretty good for me cool so I think that's good so because you've got a bit of a plan huh yes I'm going to try and do a pretty speedy time at the Nike women's 10k in Victoria Park and I really want to do sub 50 which is ridiculously speedy my uh, PB is from the same race last year and it's 53.15 so I think to take three minutes off a 10k is quite a bit it's quite a bit there was a lot of weaving though a lot of weaving and it's in the morning this time not the evening I'm not sure how that's gonna oh, that's a lot better to be honest I don't know I do quite well at night races yeah we fueled really well last year <laughs> I actually haven't managed to run a single kilometre at that target pace in any of my training ones yet. So I don't know why I suddenly think I'm going to... Mm. Oh, no, that's not true. I've oh, d- I did one, one four minute 50k, like, this week. Mm. But definitely not ten of them. So <laughs> I think it's probably not going to happen. But it's a good thing to aim for. I'm hoping for at least... Okay, let's be really honest here. I've got three goals. Bronze is sub-55. Silver is PB. Yeah. Gold is sub-50. So I'm hoping at least one of those will come to fruition. Yeah. And then, like, you just go in with a strategy. Like, a bronze, silver, and gold achievement strategy. Yeah. I feel a bit stupid for going in with such, like, strict targets, given that I'm very much being oh I'm running for happiness and love and just seeing where my legs take me but my legs are taking me faster than they were before so I kind of want to utilize them yes ride that wave yeah well I also think that well I don't know it depends how you like what you respond to but I always need a bit of a goal like I need something like I have to I have to decide how big or small that goal is Mm. but like having control of it but I do need something to pinpoint myself on and even if that is like, it seems, even if it's like, I wouldn't, sometimes I'm like, I won't even tell anyone it because it's so ridiculous. Mm. Like, it seems outlandish, and quite often it is. But I just, I need that, like, impetus, because that's what gets me yeah. to actually go outside. I feel a little bit like this is one way I shouldn't be declaring it, because it is quite meaty. <laughs> but sometimes it's, it's only there. a 10k, so I feel quite alright about it at the same time. Yeah, you're, like, so comfortable with the distance. This is the, now you can really focus on getting speed. Yeah. You'll have to, like, you've got speedy, like, now you've got speedy buddies. It definitely helps. Like, you know, it makes you realise you can do it. Like, other people can do it. 
and they you know them also a couple of people have said to me recently that i've been running in the same pace group for a while and that is not good and that i do feel a little bit like that like i've been running for four years and i haven't really got any faster I had to look at my medals then to yeah, work out when, when the earliest one was. That, is, that first one is from 2010. So it's actually nearly five years. So, yeah. You definitely notice it, the pace groups. Like, I'm quite scared when I decide to go with the faster groups because I feel like it's it's the fear of it. Mm. But the, the, that's the way you get faster, by pushing yourself to go more, like totally speeds that you don't feel like you can probably do on your own which is why it's good to have speedy buddies to run with because they push you to a pace that you wouldn't be able to sustain on your own definitely i like how uh we've kind of gone off on a bit of a tangent here yeah, and about something that we usually like we don't talk about today. <laughs> oh, yeah. we don't we're not like those normal running podcasts we don't talk about <laughs> speed and pace but sometimes it's well, I Interesting. Think it's also true that, like, it's a hot. It, it's the problem of it being that thing of like you can't really get out of not talking about pace at some point. Yeah. Because everybody ha- comes up with the same challenges, even if it's just when you fill in the stupid form and the form asks you what time you're going to do it in, so they know what yeah. band to put you in. Also, I don't know if I said this last time. I think I did. But after the marathon, um, I think I did say this last time. I can't remember. Wait. Every girl I spoke to was like, "Oh, how was it?" Uh, Every yeah. guy I spoke to, "What was your time?" literally first question i like it when they don't even do running <laughs> yeah it was it was people that don't even run what was your time and then you, you know, know you have no context to like say whether you think it was good or not. yeah it's like i did this time and that and that's quite good that's average <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was really pleased with it yeah oh, the justification of it all anyway what was your runner's high let me refer to my notes <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well it's a bit random it's very early days to be being back running again, I feel, because I really didn't run. I, I'll refer to the, the running on honeymoon in the run as low, <laughs> But I didn't do. And obviously, like, I was just too preoccupied. And um, I am enjoying, like, the last... It's only been... I've been back two weeks. And I've just been enjoying, like, actually just getting out, running again. A similar feeling of, like, no kind of pressure or commitment. I can go out when I feel like it. And... It just try like it's hard because I've not done it for a while so just trying to like be nice to myself and, mm. and just enjoy like it being light in the evening because like before I went away it was not like now I can wear shorts and it's eight o'clock yeah so it's I, great. Really, I really enjoyed that the other night I think I ran home after work and I just kind of appreciated those small things and even mm. things like it being not like the weather was mild it just makes a difference it really made me fearful for winter when I realized that the other night I was like yeah. when I left work at seven or something and it was still light I was I was like I never want winter to come back round. I had the thought of like I don't like running in winter mm. <laughs> just just full stop <laughs> and having to get up for classes in the morning yeah I've been doing a lot more in the mornings and it is because it's like I just did not do it in the winter just yeah, not happening I'm not, I'm not a dark morning person did you have a look? Um, I don't think so, actually. No, I think so. Oh, actually, I'm going to use it. <laughs> Cyclist slow. Oh, no. Probably my ride today. Yeah. <laughs> to get home. Um, Brutal. So I should have said this in the what I've been up to section. Mm. I've been doing a lot of cycling. You think, um, are you on a streak on the getting to work? Cycling? Yeah. Yeah, so I've had my bike. <laughs> I stopped recording on Strava because I kept forgetting to turn it on and then it was getting, I was like, 
a few days I stopped halfway to work to put my Strava on so I was recording it and I was like this is the definition of yep. being a Strava anchor. I'm just going to stop doing this now. <laughs> and then I started an- manually adding them back in. So I was recording. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah. I, it's getting out of hand. It's unnecessary when it's like, it's a commute. Yeah, you know? and it's two miles. Um, <laughs> but also, totally being a Strava anchor, on, in May, I joined up to the cycling challenge. How many kilometres can you ride in May? The first badge is 250k. Right. I have no perception. Of I got that's nowhere far. near that. That's quite far away. Well, as in, yeah. 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 I don't know what that is in miles, but I cycled to work every day for a month, pretty much. Oh, cycled cycled around at the weekends, rode to Essex. Still didn't hit it. Still didn't even hit the first badge. I was like, I don't know what I need to do here. Oh, no. So I've just stopped recording it. Um, well, they need to re- reaffirm their levels. Yes. Made, like, yeah, people do it. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, had my bike to save a month absolutely love it so cool mm. um apart from did not enjoy riding home tonight as it was really windy and most of london is now in my eyes you did look a little bit harrowed slightly squinty and there were some bits where it was like riding through treacle or like you were going along and then all of a sudden it was windy and then just just Slow-mo. <laughs> yeah, slow motion. Oh, it's really cycling problem. Really windy at the moment. For like the last three weeks, it's been so windy. Oh. Or I don't know if it's actually windy or because I'm always cycling around the city. Mm. Everything's a wind tunnel. Yeah, and that is very true of like if you're like around the back of the shard. Yeah, very very bad wind tunnel. Yeah, they designed that building not so well. For London that. Wall. Yeah, really really bad, bad wind tunnel. Mm. Very very city specific locations then sorry (laughs) yeah around the back of the shard (laughs) and in the barbican yes okay (laughs) okay honeymoon running well there were at least three failed attempts oh one involved tears oh no well to be fair it's very high altitude we went it was a poon peru backtrack a bit in (laughs) peru we're in the sacred valley so like around mashpiju and we'd did a 12 mile Mashpishu hike like the day before or at least like the like yeah two days before I think I had I didn't decide to go straight the day after but we decided to go for a run and Pete was going to come too and I just found it so hard it was gradually uphill and we were at least at 3,000 meters which is quite high like ski ski sloping Mm. nearly like not far off ski sloping if it's not kind and I just (laughs) It was. I was just desperate to enjoy it and desperate to feel the kind of release of running that I'd been missing. And instead, I felt really heavy-legged, pain in all sorts of places, and it was less than a mile, and I, wa- I just walked <laughs> and then got really stroppy and really grumpy. <laughs> and, then people, and then I got told off because it was basically like, you can't have a tantrum about this, about running, <laughs> and like, here, on your honeymoon now. And it just wasn't very fun. And in the end, we walked a bit more up to the top and then turned round and then started to walk back down. But then it got very, because it was back down, we realised it was actually quite a steep hill. Mm. So we ran back down and then it got better because it was all done. <laughs> Wee! I like free wheel down the hill. <laughs> and that seemed to make things feel a bit better. But um, both the other times I tried to run, it was just, one was on the beach. I don't really like beach running. I've decided. No, I can't say I've ever tried it. It's very hard. Mm. It doesn't Do you run with like... your trainers on? Well, I also haven't figured this out. Maybe this is the problem. One, I tried one with trainers, one without. Because the sand wasn't firm enough, 
your feet, my feet would slip, so mm. they'd like slip down the sand. And then when I wore my trainers, you you got a bit you, to stay on the hard ground, to not be on the slippy sand. You'd be quite near the sea. <laughs> like, basically, I spent like, a lot of time just running away. From the sea. <laughs> it's quite yeah, in the end, I gave up on all of this and just went like went for a swim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine like a Holcomb Beach would be good for running when yes, it's like flat, flat and firm and yeah. That's that's the beach in a Shakespeare in Love one and all. If you've seen the last scene of Shakespeare in Love, Holcomb Beach features. Yes. Holcomb is in Norfolk. For yes. those well, you just not familiar with East Anglia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be good. It was not my thing. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not massively up for beach running or high altitude running okay. in the future. FYI. Okay, good. Yeah. But besides that, honeymoon was obviously incredible. Yeah, anything. I did enjoy. It. <laughs> just fell out of running. Just out. not the. Yeah, yeah we don't don't need to run whilst you're doing. I think that's the thing with you. I was like putting a bit too much pressure on myself. Yeah, that's like when we went on holiday last summer, and you guys went for a run in Valencia when it was like thirty degrees, yeah, and I was like, nah. And then we only did two miles. <laughs> and we both rode about it. Yeah. You know these things of like. I'm not sure why I put myself through these. I should remember. I need to store these memories. Yeah, I was like, I do not enjoy running in the heat, so I'm going to. Although, apparently this weekend, heat wave. Yeah, what's this? 28 degrees. Yeah. Supposed to do, I was going to do some running there. Yeah, don't do that. Just be cleaning my Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are we up to? Here. Should we do that? Yeah. I hope we keep this in. <laughs> Oh, it's so nice to just chat to each other. Now. I know. Oh, well, we thought because, you know, we're a couple of podcasts in now. We're not quite podcast pros. And I feel we're on our I think given that we're sat on my bed wearing <laughs> iPhone headphones. <laughs> Give away the secret. <laughs> we're probably not podcast pros. <laughs> no. But we should talk about how we met pre-podcast world. Pre-podcast world, yes. So everyone knows our little backstory. Um... Should we tell both versions of the story? <laughs> we can. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I like I like your version. Really? Yeah. You but do in full. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's do. I went. Which one happened first? It must have. Well, well yours. Oh. Oh yeah. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. No. No. Okay. Yours was first. All right. My version. Well, no. Well, whichever one didn't happen first is bad for the person that can't remember the other one. <laughs> That was that was quite a lot of double negatives there, but you know what I mean. Um, Okay, so I think I first met Harriet (laughs) at a fancy. Would love at first like (laughs) at a fancy dress Christmas run in 2013. So yeah, not the Christmas just gone, the Christmas before. Yes, and um, our friend Leah had put it together and. got a big group of girls uh, organised and we were all dressed up as the same thing. We all had this lovely elf costume on with bells all over it and we met for this Christmas 10k on Clapham Common. Where we ran in the shape of a snowflake. Yes, the Which course the was horrendous. And I remember, because I met you through Charlie and mm. she came and then she, I remember her writing in the Facebook group or on the event is it okay if I bring my friend as well? Uh, yeah, because yeah, I was on part of the group mm. at this point. I was like... And then that's it. And there was loads of us. And I remember that because I was supposed to do the 10k and after one lap of the hideous snowflake-shaped mm. course, I was like, 
This is why races should never be laps. Got to the halfway round or one Did lap. Did you ditch it? Yeah, just ditched it. Oh. So I'm going to do 5k. I wanted to do that. I'm totally like, nope. <laughs> I was like, hell no, I'm not doing that again. Um, and they had mulled wine mm. and mince pies at the end. And as soon as I stopped running, I got a migraine. Oh. And then I had some mulled wine. <laughs> and it made it all okay. better. Everything was fine again. Everything was fine. It wasn't the race. It was not a fun race. I think that was it. I think I, I don't remember our beautiful meeting because I was mostly distracted by the fact that all I could hear was jingling elf bells yeah. when I was running. I'll have we'll have to post the picture of us yeah. in our costumes when we put this episode up on the blog because it's not an attractive costume. No. I kept it for a while. I don't really know why. Yeah, I did not. I'm quite a, quite good at clearing out stuff though. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What, what, so my version of events. Which I, I know Completely different day. Them. I know we'd met them. But I'd like, I suppose mine's like when I felt like I'd talked to you properly was in, during, so similar, similar people brought us together. Mm. Um, Leah uh, from Team Naturally, you, Charlie, uh, and a couple of other people. It was kind of a bigger run. You guys have been doing some long training runs together and Charlie invited me to come. So I gate crashed once again, but I was only doing like 10 miles or something and you guys were doing a really big only. only only 10 miles Gosh. you wait till marathon training you'll be saying only 18 miles all those days are far away right now and um i remember running along uh we were going somewhere along by embankment area and we were talking i sort of caught i think you were running with charlie and i caught up with you guys and charlie introduced us and said oh lissy's from norfolk too and i was like oh cool and then I asked you, I think I was like asking you where you're from. You were like, oh yeah, I'm from Holt. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting married in Holt. And I visibly saw your reaction. Like out of the corner of my eye, I saw you like flinch. I was like, and because I said, I'm, yeah, the fact you said I was getting married, I was like, oh. And then in quick succession in my mind, I remembered that Charlie had told me that she'd met one of the running girls who'd just gone through a really bad breakup. <laughs> And then in my head, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, I've just stuck my foot totally. <laughs> and I was like, I've killed our friendship. <laughs> and I was like, I'll just run on now. So I really feel like we spoke much after that. Like, I'm pretty sure that would... I don't think that would have been the reason why. I, maybe, I, <laughs> no, maybe, I was, maybe I was at that time like, ugh, marriage. <laughs> to be fair, I, I probably would have been too. Like, I've had a great time. And I also feel like I just instantly went, I'm getting married. It's <laughs> not a great habit. You know, I'm just turning into the smug marriage. <laughs> oh, funny. But so far, I literally cannot remember that conversation at all. So obviously, didn't have that much of an impact. That's good. No, I don't mean that. That sounds really mean. <laughs> oh, <but you> <laughs> I meant I obviously wasn't that offended. Not. Yeah. You had no, no impact. <laughs> Since then, we we found a way to patch up this. Yeah. Yes, and I feel like we'd been talking about doing a podcast for quite a long time before we actually did it as well. Mm. Because the f- the first time it came up properly was when we were all around your flat, which might have been before yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just when I just moved in. Mm. So it was like October, November time. Yeah. And it was like a joke. You know what we should do? We should make a running podcast. And here we are. <laughs> talking about stuff that isn't about running. <laughs> yeah. On that note, period chat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're, you're like, you're like I did. That is not in our show notes. We are not talking about periods. I did not write it well. 
How do you feel about that? Because I, I, I shared you with you earlier what I learned about periods. Yeah. Over the weekend. Yeah, we've been having some alternate... What would you even call it? I don't know. Well, like... What do you... Like feminine hygiene? <laughs> yeah. Alternate feminine hygiene product chat. Yes. Although, I, my question... You couldn't run with... We're talking about things like moon cups and... Soft there's cups. A, yeah, there's a diva cup now, which I think might be the soft cup version. We're just unclear on how we feel about them. I'm not sure you could run in it. I think most of it's just done silence that anyone would put the basically the equivalent of a funnel or a plastic bag inside themselves. Oh, a funnel. <laughs> That's what a moon cup is. It's like a little funnel. Yeah, I know, but just but without obviously with a closed hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> otherwise, that's just your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> the, the look on Amity's face when I just said the V word, you're like, oh no, we've gone there. <laughs> you know when um, the other day someone was like, you should have more mail to on the run? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say, you know when we said, let's write down what we're going to talk about. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I feel a bit, I feel like I'm like, everyone probably thought tampons were really weird when they came along. Yeah. And there's going to be a whole thing about, you know, the world and the like effect on the world. <laughs> but really, I'm, I'm not on board yet. With tampons or? No. <laughs> <laughs> Moon cups. But I feel like, are you, like, so yeah, easily 10 years ago, I was having a similar discussion about the Mooncup thing. I feel like even in 10 years, this is not cotton on. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, other than that, I have no traumatic period stories for this time. So, but... for now, if that changes, I'll let you know. <laughs> Keep you yeah, keep Hashtag period news. There is well, we joke, but there is actually quite a lot of period news at the moment. Like there's the whole um campaign against it being a luxury product yeah. and paying tax. tax on it, which makes a lot of sense because it's quite I expensive. Really agree. It's expensive. And it's something that you don't really have choice in. No. Definitely it's no choice. Human. But then you could say that about food. Well, that's why food hasn't got tax on no. it. <laughs> well, I was about to say, I was about to say, I saw a headline that was like, you don't pay tax on bingo. Why are you paying tax on something? I like how I work in food retailing yeah, and I almost <laughs> said that you pay tax on food. You pay tax on hot food though. Yeah, and eating in her. That's yeah. like a thing. And also like the pasty tax. So if you bought, bought hot food from a supermarket, mm. you pay VAT on it. Oh. It's called the pasty tax. Yeah. Mm. Massive diversion there. Okay, what was our actual next topic? Our next point was, oh, well, we wanted to talk about, like, when you get bored of running. Because we've done, we've both been sort of experimenting with other options. And uh, finding cross-training very useful. And genuinely quite fun. Uh, why don't you fill us in on some of the classes you've been trying? Um, so, the main one I've been trying is called One Rebel which is an amazing studio just by Liverpool Street Station which um, launched ages ago actually. Oh I thought they were, I was about to be like they're quite new ones. Well it's relatively new but when yeah 
but when it first opened they were doing like loads of free classes and pretty much everyone went and I was like yeah I'm not that into I really don't like the sound of those classes they sound really hardcore um I'm not really into running on a treadmill so I don't want to go to a class where I run on a treadmill what's the premise that you do so they've got two classes they do ride which is it's not spinning but it's spinning um <laughs> something yes indoor indoor cycling um and then they've got reshape which is um they've got treadmills around the outside and then weights benches in the middle and you do like a few minutes on the treadmill then you swap and then you do a few minutes either body weight exercises or ab work or weights or whatever and it's 45 minutes and the first class I went to um I went because loads of other people I knew were going and obviously got FOMO so I was like okay I'm gonna go it's like 10 pounds introductory session and it was amazing so good so so good I honestly don't think I would enjoy like killing myself on a treadmill and then lifting weights really fast yeah but it was just so good and it also helps that the studio is like the poshest gym ever and they have heated seats and they have a fridge with nice little towels in that are like cool so you come out and put one on your really red face and they have nice fluffy towels and they've got all the products you need they've got hair dryers straighteners so it's really nice not to have to like lug around a load yeah. of crap with you oh yeah which makes definitely you literally take yourself and your makeup and that is all you need to take um so you can turn up at work not with a massive bag exactly and it helps that it literally takes about 10 minutes to get there from my house mm-hmm. and um they do a class early enough so there's a 6 30 session which is amazing because most classes don't start early enough in the morning so they have to rush and yeah busy at that time yeah it is busy because it is probably the best one if you're needing to get to work. But they home. fit 40 people in a session. Wow. And so, they're still changing, still okay. Yeah. Because that would, like, that's what There's loads of showers. And, but they're, like, not completely open showers, but they're kind of, like, semi-open. Ah, not, people don't spend too long in there. You can't see people, but they haven't got doors on. So, yeah, people are quite quick. Because um, I think that's the difference. If you have a cubicle, you spend longer, yeah. and you can't be seen. Yeah. It's weird, but that is true. Psychology. Um... So yeah, that's really good, and oh. I've actually purchased some credits, so I, they have not given me any, any of this for free, it's my own opinion. Um, yeah, it's just, it's fun. Um, where I else have I tried? I, I also had a two-week uh, class pass trial. Ah, so this is a thing from America. Mm. Yeah, I, I heard bits and pieces about it, but... I don't quite understand how you... So you just could then go onto websites and book, or do you need to always it's, book through class You have to book through class pass, okay. and you pay... I think it's £89 a month and then you can go to loads of studios and to be fair there is a really good selection of studios on there and when you work out how much it can cost you to go to one studio for yeah you know a couple of times a week that can actually be quite cost so yeah if you do go to a lot of different classes it's good the only restrictions are you can only go to each place three times in a month so you you do actually have to mix it up you can't just buy it and be like hammer the same place um there's 12 hour cancellation policy which is worse than some studios that you can book through it like my yoga studio is on there and there's this three hour cancellation but if you book through it, it's 12 which I got stung with the other day because I didn't get up in time oh. uh, it's 12 pounds if you don't turn up yeah, um, and what was the there was a few things that were maybe oh yeah some places don't put their full timetable on there hmm. so you, the really popular Thursday boom class isn't mm. on there, is never on there no because yeah, they don't need to yeah. So they do use it to fill. But I suppose, it, I don't know, like it could work out cost-effective if you really are into classes. Mm. And but, probably willing to travel a bit, right? Like to get round. Yeah. 
They have some really random ones on there as well. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna be. Mm. Mm. How yeah. about you? Try anything new? What have I done? Oh, I tried a new thing. Orange Theory. Mm. I don't know if that's... Mm. Orange Theory. The one, is it in Islington? There is one in Islington. I went to the one in Allgate East. Oh. Yeah, so quite a good location. And did early classes. But you... So you turn up and wear... They give you a heart rate monitor. So you fill in your details, like how much you weigh and how tall you are. And they give you a heart rate monitor. And then the classes sort of based around doing a bit similar sort of thing where you do a combination of cardio cardio things like treadmill and we did rowing uh, and they go up in distances um, and half the class is spent like that and then the other half is a combination of weights and strengthening work and TRX. Is it actually called TRX? Yeah. Okay. I, I used one of those for the first time in the day. Yeah, me too. They're cool. It, what if we, I can see the benefit of it if you use it correctly. Mm. I, however, was kind of just hanging off. <laughs> yeah, it's quite easy to kind of get tangled up in it and just yeah, not be sort of, yeah like not have your weight in the right mm. place. Yeah, I just looked a bit like <laughs> wasn't quite getting it. Next time, and he the guy was great. He was like super, was very like motivated and very like cheery of everyone. Made sure he called everyone by their name. Or, like shouting for you to keep going oh that's good i like when they do that when you feel like it felt personal yeah and they, they there's i did feel a bit aware of the pressure of all the screens and how your name comes up on the screen with what your heart rate is and the idea is you need to get your heart rate into the zone where you're burning your like fat burning zone in optimal um fitness and then um, he sort of keeps reminding you throughout to, to be pushing to get to that level and like if you need to go further or if you're at it and like maintaining it. So it's quite good to have an awareness of how your body's actually responding to what you're doing. Except that mine seemed to be in, in, in like the red zone a lot. And I was like, it's just showing how I'm not that fit at all. <laughs> My fitness has gone down. And um, there's a bit of competitiveness because the people around you are doing the same amount of reps and times. But you you know, you need to do 400 metres rowing. So you're trying to keep up with the person next mm. to you. So... I don't mind a bit of that, but I'm a bit aware of... Sometimes I like to be in my own place and not be aware of anyone else. Yeah. And um, at the end, they give you, like, an email with all of your breakdown of how you did and it tells you how many calories you've burned. Very stats-heavy. It was quite stats-heavy. And it does really... I think it would really appeal to someone who's got a bit of a competitive nature, so they'll really thrive off the other people around them. And would like to see that kind of like the satisfaction of getting the numbers and mm. the stats from it and the whole like calorie burn thing he i would say that it, they did lay quite a lot of emphasis on like how many calories you burn and how many you would in the kind of aftermath of the class you know that mm. thing of like this area like a day later you're still burning more calories which you never quite and i don't know for me i thought well felt a day like... later from sitting on your ass you're still burning calories <laughs> yeah and i was like how does this make what, like, what is you're always burning calories and, <laughs> I just—I felt like they was—they were definitely playing to that idea of people who really wanted to lose weight, mm. and I think they could tailor it. It could be really—it could be quite a good one if you like tailored it to different elements. Like yeah. I know, particularly in cycling, if you're getting quite seriously into cycling, you get very into that kind of what's my heart rate doing? Am I at my peak speed? Yeah. So they could do classes more tailored around different types of people and what they're yeah. interested in. Yeah, it was a fun one to try. I'm not sure if I'm like sold on it. I think I want to try it. Kind of there's echoes of reshape, but maybe reshape's a bit mm. more my kind of thing. Yeah. 
yeah, because there's no like no stats at all involved. There is like if you're on the treadmill, certain like speeds they suggest that you should hit, mm. but like no one's coming around and actually like pressing a treadmill. If you can't do it, you just slow down. Yeah, you can still be, and that's just the typical thing with me that I like to be in control of yeah. what I'm doing. Um, I don't think I've tried any of the classes recently. I've just been doing a lot of that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking I did do a. Um, I've been going to the, the yoga place near me, but I tried a new class. I tried a yin a yin and yang class, mm. which was interesting because we've. Well, did you come with me that time we went with Steph to the yin class? Yes. Yeah. And that's like the probably. I think like the only proper like yin class I've yeah been to. very slow yeah really slow very meditated the teacher talks to you throughout it but quite like your body's like burning at the same mm. time the yin and yang was like it was only an hour was it in that order no no, yang no and it, yin. Was, it was yang and yin that way around <laughs> so you did the yang the first bit yeah and that felt really like it, it got your heart rate up mm. it definitely was it was like fast vinyasa basically and she she seemed to know what she was talking about. She was very good at um, referring to like what we were stretching and building up, but maybe a little bit too like not so descriptive. Because Pete came with me and he does yoga, but not as often. And it all just isn't as like hasn't done it for as long. And felt like for someone who doesn't know the moves so well, it was yeah. harder to keep up. Which of course is going to be for going fast. But then because we spent, I felt like we spent a lot more time doing yang. And then in the, we didn't have quite enough time to do yin. And mm. of course, because you need to hold in a position for so long, mm. I felt like we only did kind of three positions. Mm. And I kind of missed, I wanted that really like intense, like slow yeah. pace that we got in that class before. There used to be a really good class. I don't know if it's still there. At, um, good Vibes in the yeah. Fitzrovia one. Oh, yeah. On a Friday night. And it was, I think it was an hour and a half. Yeah. Mm. So I think you did like an hour of, yang so that's like a normal class and then had a good half an hour of yeah yin. i think it just needed that was a really nice time. time to do it as well like six o'clock on a friday night like, oh, what was i say oh the only other thing that i've done recently is went to i've been to the gym at work a couple of times on my lunch break which is like unheard of for me and one time i go to this stupid tiny little gym opposite my office mm-hmm. and it was so busy and i had to do um i've got like a few stretches and exercises to do and one of them is hip hitches which is where you have to stand on a step and then like drop your hip and then like um wiggle it it. yeah and I had to do it right in the middle of the gym floor like I just plonked my step right in the middle and did these hip hitches and I felt like an absolute plonker but I was like even more proud of myself for doing yeah. it and like all these guys like groaning Plunk around me and I was just like yeah, I'm just gonna stand here and do my hip pitches <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just gonna put my box back and then just leave <laughs> <laughs> roll out I think that's where a lot of my gym fear stems from the fact that it's just like so you're literally sat next to right next to each other yeah you can like get to the gym and back in about 40 minutes now which obviously shows i'm not doing that much in the gym but <laughs> yeah, yeah, something's better than gym. nothing yeah, yeah stand in the gym do you yeah, just go for a shower really <laughs> just clean up at lunchtime so. so we haven't got a proper on the run recording this time because we haven't been running and <laughs> yeah no one sent us one so cheers cheers listeners um Come on, guys. Well, actually, I say no one sent us anything. That's a lie, given what I'm about to introduce. Um, So (laughs) you might remember last time um, I spoke to our friend Melanie, who had signed up for Copenhagen Marathon 
with four weeks notice she actually did it in the pub after the London Marathon I'd like <laughs> I to think that I was an inspiration I think you might have been involved in that <laughs> anyway she ran it a week ago so it was last Sunday and amazingly she was sending me voice clips of her actually running the marathon Aww. so that was in really cool in the moment so what we're going to do is we're going to put a little collage together and put it in and uh, basically from the clips you'll just see how she had an amazing time and just I'm just really happy that she has such a good race mm. you can just hear how happy she is and she, yeah she absolutely smashed it so really really good what's the word a training run I guess for a race to the stones yeah because she's got the big one coming so up. yeah first marathon and yeah. did awesome it's so inspirational I'm holding so, on to her enthusiasm oh yeah so we'll look forward to that have we even mentioned this before that you're doing the, have we even maybe not because you're like kept it yeah, okay <laughs> kept it quiet <laughs> I kind of alluded to it earlier yeah well I'm running Berlin marathon which is in September and that's my first ever marathon and I kind of wish I'd, it was more off the cuff, like Melanie's. <laughs> it's a bit scary when you know so it's coming up in the horizon. Yeah, because to be honest, I was a little bit like, this is a bad idea. Like, I said that for your first marathon, especially, there's something to be said for the whole training and the build-up and everything. Like, the whole the whole experience for me is what was so good. But at the same time, she did it for four weeks and had an amazing time. So, do you know what? There is no formula. That's what I've learned from that. This is also true. I mean, admittedly, like, she probably was starting with a really good base running oh yeah she'd done like half marathon run with me for the marathon so she was already it was all right here you go have a listen hi girlies i'm at the halfway point i just wanted to say i love you and we're doing really well we're doing a two hour um half marathon and i'm feeling really great so hello and love you both Hi guys, I'm at the 30 kilometre point. We've just stopped um, because David's got a blister on his foot. But I feel amazing and I feel super happy. And yeah, we're at, I think I'm at 28, 29, but I just, there was a hill, so we just walked it. But um, yeah, it's amazing. It's super sunny and I feel good. So thanks for your lovely messages and I'll let you know when I get to the end. I've no idea what time I am. We will, I think I'm behind the 4.30, but I don't really care. So it's all good. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. We are running, we just hit the 30 kilometre marker and it was 3.17 and I was seven minutes past the clock when I went. So I'm feeling amazing. Might get a good time here. Um, I can't believe it, but this is, I'm actually enjoying this way more than a half. Um, am I mad? Um, I love you girls. I wish you were here because it's super sunny and I know a gin and tonic in the sun is where you'd most be happier. So loads of love. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today, you can find us on our website, which is OFTR podcast.wordpress.com you can follow us and have a chat with us on twitter it's OFTR podcast uh, it's the same on instagram I look to Lissy yes yes OFTR podcast we post lots of photos on instagram not so much not so much twitter a little bit better with I blame the fact that it's really hard to switch between accounts on it, instagram it, it is it's very hard to switch. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not easy being a multiple user no. of accounts on no. Instagram. We're going to have to get an OFTR phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that we share. <laughs> um, you can also tweet us on our own Twitters. Lissy's is at Lissy Runs, and mine is at Harry Caps. As you can see, I'm a frequent user of Twitter. <laughs> my 328 followers like to hear my regular updates. I'm sure you've you got an do. excuse. You've got multiple surnames to deal with now. <laughs> I know now. I've got many surnames. Oh yeah. Please just check out my Twitter just for how I've handled the multiple surname <laughs> issue. It's a hot topic in my household right now. <laughs> but we hope to see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.